welcome to Bible with the Bakers. Hot Bible coming your way. All right, now we are in Charlotte, North Carolina, sitting here with my dad, Jim Baker, and uh, we're going to start talking about some awesome Bible that's hot rolling here in Charlotte, North Carolina, Bible Belt. Talking about speaking in tongues, we're talking about Jesus Christ, we're talking about God the Father, and we're uh, we're having a good time doing it. Dad, how are you doing? Doing good, son. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's great to have you here. It's good to be back here home and uh, getting to talk out Bible with you. This is a blog. This is this is <laughs> it could be put on a blog. Oh, okay. It's a. Uh, it's a it's podcast. A, it's a podcast. Yes. Okay. We'll put it on your blog. Okay. Cool. C-A-S. It's, it's, always... it's one word. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. It's good to know what it's called. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, as we start the All Born Dead blog, um, can you kind of tell us a little bit about how you see the mission of that website going and, and how you chose the name? Well, All Born Dead is a reality that every human being uh, has to determine for their lives because if you look at what the Bible says, it clearly says that when we are born into this world in the physical realm, we are missing something that's part of the design. What we're missing is Holy Spirit. Okay, and so that design coming from the Creator from the creator he is the expert on the design he's the expert because he's the one that actually did the creating so uh, reasonably and what you would think is true is, is is this whole thing is his it's his thing this is what what he's done he wanted a family that's the big picture he wanted a family he wanted uh, people to love for him to love them first and foremost and uh, and then for for them to love him mm-hmm. and it's just amazing how few people know that simple design body soul and spirit body soul and spirit Isaiah 43 verse 7 says that men were formed mm-hmm. out of the ground they were made to be a living soul and that they were created to be in fellowship with God Almighty. Made, formed, and created. Formed, made, and created. Formed is the first part. If if you've ever seen a dead person, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have, a lot of people haven't. I have. I've seen a dead person. You've seen a dead person. When you're looking at that dead person, they're not breathing. So there's no breath life, therefore there's no physical life. First, God formed the body with all of its component parts, formed the body, and then he made that body into a living soul physically. And then he added the, uh, the best thing he could possibly add, Holy Spirit. Because he's composed of Holy Spirit, John 4, verse 24 says that God is spirit. That's an equality. It's not 5% spirit and 95% uh, uh, banana pudding. 
Okay, right. It's got the equal sign in between. It's got the equal sign, yeah. So maybe um, even the triple equal sign for those who are uh, familiar with proofs. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, there's no question mark over that there you go. insignia, right? right? Yes. <laughs> no question mark. It's uh, it's it's uh, it is what it is. The truth. It's all about the truth, and. Uh, when you've got the truth and you have all the all the advantages of truth you have all the uh underpinnings of truth you know you've you've got you're tapped into the creator of the heavens and the earth mm -hmm. so you got a lot on your side when you have holy spirit and who could possibly stand against us well it's more about standing who you're going to stand with and um and again, that's a decision that everybody has to make for themselves. Uh, I spent 25 years going to a church. I never understood diddly of what was being communicated. Um, there was didn't seem to be any hope or interest in being able to explain things to people accurately, biblically and accurately. So it was a it was a crapshoot. You know, it was every day I had to wonder. And uh, I was just telling you a little while ago uh, that there wasn't, didn't seem to be any solution for the situation. And, and, and that situation that you're talking about, you just mean the general madness of the world or were you dealing with something specific that the knock at the door brought the solution to? Um... Well, there is evil in the world. And uh, there again, going back to what God's Word says, God's Word says in uh, Corinthians, I believe it's 1 Corinthians, chapter 2 through chapter, uh, excuse me, verse 2 through verse 6, it says there are two gods in the world. There is a, a false god, who is also referred to as the God of this world, and he is all darkness. And then there's a second God, the true God, our God, and he's all love, he's all light, he's all goodness. He loves us. He loves everybody. He loves, he loves it, it says in, in black and white, he wants every single person on earth to be a part of his family. Wow. That's what it says. So, wow is right. That's hard to beat. And if a person if a person wants to look at it, keep it as simple as possible, that simple is true God versus false God. There is a battle going on between them every day. And what we want to do is if we tap into God's word, it's about the word. It's the word. The word gives us the insight, the wisdom, the understanding, the knowledge. Everything that you need to live life more abundantly is in that book. And, you know, you can argue about this version versus that version versus this Bible versus that Bible. I tell you what, if you study any one of those or all of them, you're going to end up at the same place. Hmm. You're not going to have uh, the mass of the Bible, the, the volume of the Bible, 
it repeats itself over and over and over again. It doesn't just say the devil is a bad guy in one place. There are stories and parables and uh, events and people and history and you name it about anything that's in the Bible. It, it's a fail-safe system. Those of you that uh, saw the movie <laughs> Fail-Safe back in the 1960s, that was a, if everything goes wrong, you had a fail-safe system to, to put an end to, to, uh, to the war and to the, to the problems. Well, we have a fail-safe system. God's, God has written his word and made, made his word to be a self-check on itself. It is, it is, uh, it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle. You, um, you put the information in, you get the, the right stuff out. And a puzzle, if you put the pieces together, what happens? You end up with a picture. That's right. Well, God has made his word a tapestry of truth and of principles and of ideas, and they fit together like a puzzle. So if you can figure out a puzzle, you can figure out God's word. You don't have to have uh, an IQ of 150 to study and appreciate the Word of God. It's available to anybody. God wants everybody to be in His family. He says that clearly in the Word. He wants everybody to be a part of His family. And, like any good parent, like any good parent, He wants that child to be educated and to be given an equal chance in life. So God says He would have all men to be saved, body, soul, and spirit, and come to a knowledge of the truth. That's what God wants for you, for me, and everybody. It's our choice, though. And he made it with a choice. That's the most loving thing you can do is give people choices. And if they make the right choice, then they're going to get the benefits of that choice. So I'm, I'm rambling on here. Sorry. Well, no, that, that choice that you're talking about, it, it comes at the end of... Form made created. Yes. Okay. So the so the, all three of those are already taken care of. Yes. So then why do we find ourselves born dead if the formed, the made, and the created are already taken care of? Well, good question. The form made and the created was what happened in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve were first uh, formed, made, and created. And uh, their, their situation was was that they were told by God to have a total blast of a time. Mm -hmm. um, frolic about the uh, fantastic creation and garden and world that God had made for them. And um, so that's what they did. They played, they frolicked and what have you. God said there was one thing he didn't want them to do. And that one thing that he did not want them to do was to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. Symbolism, for sure. But the big picture is, is that in Genesis, they were told not to uh, disobey God's instruction. And if they did disobey God's instruction, then they would die spiritually. Pretty heavy price to pay. But that's what our lives are. Yeah, what's that verse, uh, if you eat from it, you shall surely die? 
Um, it's Genesis, Genesis chapter three, 2, two. Verse 17, I believe. Okay. And uh, that's chapter 2. And then, and then in chapter 3, the adversary, the God of this world, the devil, whatever you want to call him, he tempted and tempted and tempted and tempted and tempted until he broke down the human beings emotionally, physically, you know, whatever, what they let him get away with because it was all free will. Um, he got, he, he uh, continued to uh, taunt them and wear them down in everyday situations. Uh, he was, comp the adversary, the devil was, was constantly in attack mode. He was constantly looking for an opening. He was constantly looking for a way to uh, disrupt and defeat God's plan. And so, you see this in the garden, or you're saying since the garden? Well, people read the garden and they read a couple verses. We don't know how much time went from the time of Adam and Eve's beginning till Adam and Eve sinned. Okay, sure. It might have been 100 years. Mm -hmm. It might have been 500 years. We don't know. If you don't know, if God doesn't tell you, then what? You don't know, right? Okay. So uh, we just know that somewhere in there, after years and years of living in this in in a world that was producing temptation and uh hatred and whatever whatever ingredients um the devil used to to uh, get one up on adam and eve he he made it so that adam and eve were tempted they disobeyed and they committed the sin that uh, god had stipulated in the second chapter of genesis and uh, they made the move. They made the move. They made the, uh, the decision and the action. And like it says, bam, well, my hands won't snap. There you go. You hear that? You hear that? At that moment, the moment that they disobeyed, that moment they died spiritually. Immediately, it says. He says, now, now you will die. You will surely die if you disobey. And that's what they did. They disobeyed. So, so now you have uh, Adam and Eve leaving the garden and the adversary scores a victory, right? Mm -hmm. Well, everybody, going back to your question, everybody in the Old Testament, they were born body and soul because that's what Adam and Eve were. They didn't have spirit to give their children, their offspring. They only had what they had to give, which was body and soul. And when, so when you were born, you were born body and soul. It didn't matter how cute you were, you were still only body and soul. Um, so that's, that's, you know, in a nutshell, that's, that's what happened with Adam and Eve. They, they disobeyed after God's clear directive not to go that way. And... It wasn't. It wasn't a uh, a heavy load. There's nothing that indicates that at all in the word. But it's you know wait, going wait. back to the word. Going back to the word. The word is what got, has the answers for us, and that's that's what we want. Great, great outfit, honey. 
So the, the word, the word is, the word is the word is the word. The word is the truth, and it will give us the answers that we need if we bother to dwell in it. It's something that you have to make your own. You have to study it to the point where you assimilate it, that it's part of your digestive system. It's part of your nutritional system. It's part of what makes you able to live day in and day out uh, in the competition, competing against the adversary in this world that we live in now, just as Adam and Eve did 6,000 years ago. So that's an exciting reality to know these things and know that we can be complete people, body, soul, and spirit, that we can be complete in every way that God ever intended body, soul, and spirit, because that's what the Word says. That's what you want to get to, is what the Word says. Every pro Everybody's problems have answers, and the answers are in the Word of God. And if you go to the Word of God, and you study it, and make it your own, you're going you're gonna to see some results, because, because the Word says you will. Hmm. It's not because you're so cool, or you have the ability to do this or do that, or you have great insight, or you've been uh, schooled in these different things. It's what the Word says. The Word says, yes, God loves us. Yes, there is an evil force in the world. It says, yes, you did lose spirit once upon a time, but you can get it back because God built a redemption system into all this. He built a way for you and I and everyone else to walk and be victorious in our lives with God Almighty. What a deal, huh? It's a pretty good deal. Does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Is that a good thing? I think it is. So uh, getting back to the Word, the Word, the Word, the Word, the Word, that's what people need to know about. They need to know about God's Word has the answers mm -hmm. if you care to look into it. There's no... There's... Uh, there's nothing standing in people's way except not wanting to know enough. It's interesting that God built the whole nutritional system where you know what it's like to be hungry, right? I do. We all know what that feels like. Well, same thing here. The more you crave the truth, the more you're going to be able to climb over the obstacles. Okay, so I would... Imagine it would be even more intense then to go from four main created. Okay, so body uh, in terms of the way that you receive a lack of nourishment, right? It's receive your, a lack of nourishment. The way that you perceive a, a lack of nourishment. So you don't eat for a while. It can be a long time, right? A day, yes, two days. You yes. can even go out with food for weeks. Right, right. Um, for the body life. But for the, the breath life, we're talking... A minute or two before you need to take that next breath of air okay so spirit must be all the time maybe I don't know I don't know the answer to that now if we oh, go really? to God's Word mm -hmm. God's Word might speak on that subject see people are constantly trying to make God's Word say things it doesn't or to, to put things in in a uh, in a perspective or couching things a certain way, like it's a political contest. And it's not a political contest. Here's what it is. It's a father and his children. That's it. It's the word and it's a father and his children. 
how in the world can you get i mean i just talk about and truth is simple truth is always simple it's air that's complicated so if if you want to get on the bandwagon for truth you can expect some results in your life um yeah for made and created i mean that's 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 fundamental that's like uh that's something that we all as as human beings need to know about so that we can check that off i want to definitely check off that i'm born again because i did what god's word said in in romans chapter 10 verse 9 it says if you will confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead thou shalt be what saved saved ding 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 you win <laughs> that's a good thing you had a good day that day because you got born again so you're not just a you're not just a body and soul person now you're a body soul son of god spirit the spirit that is god's is the spirit he gave us that's a pretty good deal if you go to john chapter 3 if you go to john chapter 4 uh romans 10 like we talked about all great uh beautiful expressions of being born a second time and that second birth is is unconditional and the other cool thing is is were you asked to be born the first time i did not no you did not i did not you did not you did not no one handed you a ballot and said how do you vote on this scott right not to my recollection not to your recollection it's it, it's so thrilling to understand these simple truths. So here you've got a human being, body and soul. If they choose, they can have body, soul, and spirit. If they choose. But they gotta, they gotta make the choice. And nobody can make it for you. It's something that you decide of your own volition. Why do you make that distinction between choosing the spirit birth and not choosing the body birth and soul birth? And not choosing the body birth mm -hmm. mm, I'm not sure I understand your question well you asked me did you choose to be born the first time right right okay and you yeah. didn't not to my recollection right right so why does that become extra special for you in terms of the cho no choice there well and it, yes a choice for spirit well, the specialness is the fact that you're becoming a child of God Almighty. Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. You're becoming a child. I mean, there's lots of ways in the Bible that it refers to that thing to happen. Saved, people will say you're saved. People will say you're born again. Uh, some people will use other phrasings you know, to express that. But the simplicity of it is it's the same in every case. The the, the and because it's so simple, people trip up on it. And once you get tripping, you get falling down on your face about understanding simple things like body, soul, and spirit. It's a, it's, God calls it a rebirth. God calls it a new birth. Okay? If you're, you're, you haven't had any children, I don't think. Uh, you, you, haven't, you haven't gotten pregnant and had children, right? That's correct. Okay. But it's available for people to get Holy Spirit, and God says it's a rebirth. God says it's a birth. So if that's what he says it is, then that's I'm going to call it the same thing. Sure, yeah, absolutely. 
It's definitely the birth of Christ in you. Whoa, now let's see, Christ in you. Now there's a, another brand new expression. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the same thing. It's going from body and soul to body, soul, and spirit. So God didn't birth me the first time. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Did he do that with you? You talking about 6,000 years ago in the Garden of Eden? No, I'm talking about 29 years ago. Oh, in, in, in right, uh, right. God, Newton, Massachusetts. Right, God did not give you your physical birth. Your parents gave you your physical birth. Okay, but it's all his creation, though. Huh? It's all his creation. Yeah, so? So he doesn't get any credit for that? Uh, where does it say... Why doesn't God get any credit for that in the Bible? Can you tell me where it says that? Well, you're giving him credit for the spirit birth. Well, it's this is his his game. This is his his empire. This is his uh, everything. He, okay. He's the one who invented this place. If, okay. So so until until I did Romans ten nine and ten, I was not created by God, but I was formed and made by God. No, you were formed and made by your parents. Okay. So, um, it's again, truth is is simple. Truth is simple. The word is simple. It's the word. What does the word say? It, you, all you got to do is stick with what the word says, and you don't have to worry about crashing into the, uh, you know, the pit along your car you can go straight down the road pretty as you can please mm -hmm. because you're, you're keeping things simple and that's that's half the battle is keeping things simple people want to twist and turn i don't even know I, you know i gave up trying to figure out what their their real ultimatum was what what their real not ultimatum but their real goal you know in hashing or uh, tearing up or uh, disjointing the Word of God. I, I see no profit in it. I, I don't understand why people think it's going to do them any good. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anybody spit in God's face and then get wholly blessed the next second. Have you? I haven't. And uh, God will not be made a fool of. He is the real deal. He knows he invented grace. He invented mercy. He invented forgiveness. He invented love. He invented goodness. He invented all of the most wonderful things that there are in life. He invented them. And then he put us in, on this planet so that we could enjoy his labor. I mean, what a deal. What a deal. It is phenomenal how great God's, God's word is. Uh, the word is the truth. The word is the answer. The word is the power. The word is the love. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's outstanding. And the fact that he was able to put it in a book that's like pretty manageable in terms of a reading, you know, it's pretty cool. Right. And you're saying it, it oftentimes repeats the same message and adds that oh, additional yeah. level of uh, figures of speech. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you want, I want to be connected where, where the action is. I want to be where the action is. Sure. Well, you can't get more action than this. You know, the whole, the whole creation uh, is yearning for that word of God to have preeminence, to, to uh, take its rightful place. The word of God is what declares God's, God's heart and his love for ours. He, the Word of God is what, what makes 
life effervesce. The Word of God is, I mean, when you study God's Word and it's like jumping off the page, it's hopping around on your desk, it's it's smiling back at you. You're being serious. I'm being dead serious. It is it is it is a thrill when God's word is allowed to be shouted from the rooftops. It's it's a thrill to be able to study it and understand it and be thrilled by that understanding. I mean that that's right in the heart stuff, you know? That's right here. That's right where we live, you know? I mean, you know, the, the, there's this giant animal kingdom and they're swell but they don't have what we have okay we have we have the best because we've got god's word god's word is the truth god's word is is uh the ticket to uh our lives being complete the word of god heals people did, did you know that i bet you did you already knew that god's <laughs> word heals people it says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from, from, guess what? Destruction. All their destruction. It'll heal your country. Do we need any of that? I guess we do. Everybody seems to know that for sure, right? That's right. Everybody knows that for sure. So, you know, why don't we all get on the... That's the bandwagon you want to be on. You know, the politician bang, bandwagon is uh, physical man beating up against physical man. Bam, 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 bam. And, you know, the more we learn about our san- ancestors, the, the, the worse it gets. You know, you can dig up a man's past. You can dig up his pre- present. And uh, you can guess about his future. And what, what do you hear? Do you hear great the great things like God's word gives you? No, it's just amazing the volume of uh, insanity there is in life, and most of it's unnecessary because we've got God's word. God's word is the answer. God's word will help you. God's word it it teaches us how to love each other. It Not, sounds like you're saying, regardless of the problem, that the solution remains the same. Um, that's pretty. That's cool. pretty cool, and that's pretty accurate. You're listening, yes, um, because it's the word. It's the word. He it doesn't say that he gave us some truth over here and gave us a little truth over there, and oh, you can handle this much. And I'll give you a little pile over there. It just says God's word stands in any situation under any condition. God's word stands. God's word stands. Not not God's. Um, having a bad day at the office. I don't know if God can have a bad day at the office. God's word doesn't say anything on that, really. But um, it does say that we are uh, given Holy Spirit, that we're given truth, that we're given love, that we're given deliverance, that we're given kindness and, and, and a caring. God loves us, and there's nothing that he won't do for you. When you're a parent, I'm a parent. I mean, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my kids. And it shouldn't be surprising that God feels the same way. Mm -hmm. 
God feels the same way about you and me. God feels the same way about everybody. It says in the book of Timothy, he wants every single person to benefit. Every single person. It doesn't say, well, if you're really a bad sinner, I don't, you know, really don't want this for you. It doesn't say that. It says all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. That's God's word. That's God's word. That's God's word. That's God's word. You can, I mean, you can't, it's, that's as big as you can get as far as I know. Is there anything bigger than God's word? If, if you say there is, I'm going to ask you, well, how do you know that? Or where does it say that? Or, did, or what book did you read that in? It says that God has magnified his word above all of his name. God has magnified. God is magnified. Magnified, we know what magnified means, right? Take something little and make it huge. Okay, well, that's what God's word is all about. Start with something little and get big, big huge. Because people are believing it. People are stopping and having a look and having a see. And, oh my gosh, I didn't know God's word said that. God's word says that? Yep, God's word says that. <laughs> Sound like a broken record, don't I? That's okay, because the word of God is. That's what it says in the book. That the word of God is. The word of God is the answers that God has given to every single person on the planet. There's nobody that he has counted out. There's nobody that he's pushed out. There's nobody that he's thrown out. Every single, every single one can benefit from that word of God living in their hearts. Every single one. Every single one. No exception. None. The word, the word, the word, the word, the word. That's what the word says. That's what the word means. And again, you don't have to stand on your head to see these things. They were plain and black and white. Uh, just knew, knew a whole bunch of believers that uh, they just got their uh, their lang this uh, Bible class uh, exposed to them, and the whole class was put into French because all the people, well, most of the people were French. So now they have God's word in their home language, in their "this is me" language, "this is where I live" language. Okay. This is what I grew up with. This is what my mama bounced me on her knee. It was French that mama was using. Okay? Another group of believers in Africa I heard about, same thing happened to them. They had their they had their uh, a class for them translated into their native language. Why? So that people can hear, hear God's word. So people can hear God's word. That's the answer is everybody, regardless of their age, regardless of their background, regardless of their language, they can have God's word. Everybody should be able to have God's word because if you've got God's word, you've got what? The answer. You got the answer to, wait, hold on. What about money problems? You got eh, money problems. Marital problems? Marital problems, yes, sir. Uh, what if I'm having trouble at work? Absolutely covered. How about my friends? Every one of them. Uh, but not my in-laws. No, not your in-laws. Oh, okay, <laughs> that I'll just keep pulling my hair out for. <laughs> yeah, there's just uh, some things you right. just don't yeah, want to go well, that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you got the word, then yeah. you got the answer. Okay. You just got to be able to deal with the answer then. <laughs> oh, humility again. Humility again. <laughs> That's right. You get the idea. I'm seeing the patterns. You're seeing the patterns. Yep, we got a trend here. Right. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, I think that is an awesome place to wrap up the very first session of the Bakers in the Bible podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Dad, thank you so much for joining me on session one. And I'm, I'm looking forward to more. You're God's best. Thank you, Dad. You're too. It's the word. Remember, it's the word. It's the word. Yeah.